Welcome to the Balance Period Podcast, where we share stories of self-observation and actualization, along with the simple, sustainable self-care habits that we practice along our journeys. Our mission is to illuminate the way for our next generation to be aware, be accountable, and appreciate life. And that starts with us being the best emotionally intelligent examples we can be. I am one of your hosts, Recovery Ray. Let's learn and grow together. Welcome to episode 105 of the Balance Period Podcast, the show where we not only share our stories of growth, but we also share the simple, sustainable self-care habits that we practice to help us make it from where we were to where we are today. I am one of your hosts, Recovery Ray. And Pranayana. Perfect. All right. Now, today we have a very special guest on the show. This is my older sister, Mitzi Ashir. We're so grateful to have you on the show today, and we're excited to get an opportunity to share your story. So go ahead, give everyone listening a little bit of background of who you are and what you do. I'm Mitzi Ashir. I'm so happy to be here with my brothers, who I'm so proud of. I must say that. But I am a hairstylist of almost 20 years, a certified hair loss specialist, mother, wife, and servant of Jehovah God. Awesome. Yeah. And I will say on my journey of being an entrepreneur, you have been the clearest example and inspiration for that in my life. Because ever since I can remember, you have worked for yourself and you have had your own business and you have done your thing. So I appreciate the example that you have set over all these years. Um, And like I said, I'm, I'm excited to dive deeper a little bit into your story here. So can you take it back? Like I said, you've been in business for yourself for a long time. So can you give everyone listening a little bit of a background on when you started to own your own business and be an entrepreneur? Okay. I'll rewind just a tiny bit. I started as a shampoo girl at 15. Um, I love the atmosphere of the salon, being around educated black women, um, whether they were clients or the stylist. I didn't look at it as a career. I just looked at it as some really quick cash. I mean, I was making 60 to $80 a day at 15 years old, so that was pretty good money. And um, going into high school, I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. Medical profession, possibly doctor, dermatologist, but I fell in love and decided to go to a college in the area. And they offer cosmetology. So I said, you know what? While I'm taking college courses, I'll go ahead and, and take this course. And they paid for me to go to cosmetology school, so it's like, why not? So I took the course, fell in love with the hair industry more, um, had clients without even really trying because I love what I was doing. And next thing you know, by the age of 19, ended up having my own salon, and the story continues from there. That's that's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. 19. Wow. When I was 19, I definitely wasn't thinking about owning my own business, I'll tell you that. <laughs> At all. Yeah. I didn't really think about it. I was forced. The lady I was working for was kind of robbing me. Uh, she was charging me 50% commission. So if I made $1,000, she took 500 So I started wondering, you know, how much do these products cost? So I asked the suppliers and they started telling me. So I just started buying my own stuff. I asked if I could go booth rent. And she said, yeah, after Easter. So she made all the Easter money off of me. <laughs> then after Easter, she let me go booth rent. And she told me she wouldn't give me any more walk-ins. So it was probably going to be hard. But I was I was ready to take the hard road versus continuing to just give this woman all this money every month. <laughs> yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, that makes sense. All right, so let's go ahead. Let's take it back now to this time last year. As we all know, we experienced something very unexpected. I know I didn't expect it. And so talk to us a little bit about where you were right as we were entering the pandemic last year. As we were entering into the pandemic, I was already apprehensive about going to work each day, hearing about all the people dying, um, worried about my clients, but also worried about myself and my children. Two of my daughters work with me. Jolie is, uh, you know, 15. She's an assistant. Jay is 22. She's a hairstylist. And all three of us have asthma. So I was I was kind of scared. And uh, when they told us to shut our doors, I was relieved. But then after shutting our doors, it was a different type of feeling like, oh, my goodness, I have worked all my life. What am I going to do? Yes, I have a husband who can provide for me, but I'm just used to being busy. I'm used to making moves and, and having my own. What am I going to do? And at that moment, I realized um, I had a lot of things to work on. I didn't have email marketing. Um, I couldn't really get in touch with all my clients unless I was going to contact them by phone. I didn't know what I was going to say to them. I didn't know how to help them. I had nothing in place. I didn't even have a website in place. So mm. along with my daughter, um, we decided to start a YouTube channel, do some little stuff on Instagram. And then we both always wanted to come up with our own products. So I encouraged her and I realized this wasn't a time for me to show them me being weak. I needed to show them that I was strong despite how I felt. So we just started working on our own individual things at the same time. We got on WordPress. She did her cosmetic line. I was working on this oil for hair growth for possibly two years prior, but now I was able to bring it into fruition. So staying busy with that kind of took my mind off of um, COVID, but those bills were still coming in and I had no money coming in zero. <laughs> so, um, Filling out the PUA paperwork or unemployment, not really understanding that was stressful. Um, and just, it was a challenge, but it was a blessing at the same time. Because now um, her cosmetic line got started. My hair growth oil turned out to be far greater than I expected it to be in terms of the way it's helping people. And the sales can exceed what I do behind the chair. They haven't, but they will <laughs> exceed what I do behind the chair. And it helped me to see that digital is the way to go. And then I was really impressed watching you guys and kept saying, I need to call them so they could teach me how to implement something into my business. But first, I need to know what I want to do. Um, and I really feel like uh, I'm passionate about hair loss, but I'm also passionate about helping those people gain their confidence. In turn, I also need to help stylists understand that you may know how to do hair, but we need to learn how to care about the hair and those scalps and help these people with these hair loss issues instead of masking them. So I still got some things to work out. I'm in a transitioning phase, but um, I'm happy about what I gained through a negative time that we had no control over. And um, I'm looking forward to see what else happens because of it. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about creation? So content creating, you said that you started a YouTube channel. Yes. Now, I know personally, when I create content early on in that process, it wasn't comfortable. I, I wanted so badly to make sure that what I was creating was going to be received well by the people that saw it. So can you talk a little bit more about that 
content creation and how you overcame some of that uncertainty with what you were creating if you were experiencing any of that at that time? I definitely experienced that. And I think the first thing we tend to do is compare ourselves to others. So I felt like, oh, they have great lighting. They have a great backdrop. They're dressed up. They have on makeup. I'm not a big makeup person. I like to dress, but no makeup. I didn't have all of the tools I felt like they had. And uh, I really kind of didn't know where to start. So I said, well, what would my clients like to hear? So my daughter, Jay, told me that I sound robotic, you know, that I wasn't really being my authentic self. So she kind of helped me a little bit on that side. Mm. And I just started to act as if the camera wasn't there and just just be authentic. Talk the way I would talk to somebody in a chair. Don't worry if I make a mistake. Don't worry if my hair is out of place. You know, people want to see real people. They want real talk. They want real answers, solutions, or entertainment, not this uh, phony stuff. <laughs> so <Next. laughs> it, it did take time, though. It took a lot of time of me emulating other people. And I think I spent more time looking at other people instead of being active in what it was that I was trying to present, which mm. um, almost is a stumbling block. Yeah, it can be. Which can also make you procrastinate. You feel like, I'm not going to be good enough. I'm not going to get this many followers. And the thing is, I just want the people that are interested in what I have to say. You know, we don't need a ton of followers. We just need people who feel like we're authentic and they like what we're discussing. And it'll grow from there if we stay consistent. Agreed. Oh, yeah. I believe that's the biggest thing because there's always an audience out for everybody out there. Like there's somebody who's interested in what you have to say, but are you going to say consistent enough putting out the content for it to reach that person for it then to hit their network? And it's just believing in yourself because I can say that I understand completely about the whole procrastination part by looking at other people because you just sit there and think that, oh, man, this person has all this. But you didn't see this person doing this back in 2012 for them to be at where they're at now in 2020. And so it just comes down to that self-belief and things like that. But no, I definitely understand. Yes. 100%. (laughs) Are you ready to start living a more balanced life? The Balance Blueprint Journal will help you do just that. This 12-week journal is designed to guide you step-by-step through the process of becoming more emotionally intelligent. It's also filled with prompts and exercises to help keep you accountable as you cultivate simple, sustainable self-care habits. As a listener of this podcast, you get 25% off your Balance Blueprint Journal. Visit l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e forward slash balance period to access the Balance Blueprint Journal. Enter podcast 25 at checkout to get your 25% discount today. Enjoy the rest of the show. So let's take it back to last year. You made this pivot. You're now working on your own product line. Can you talk a little bit about all that that entailed of you pivoting to focusing more on creating that product and getting that to market? Absolutely. I I have been helping clients with different all-natural products here and there, Um, but I may give them one ingredient for one specific area of need. And I just thought, what if I find the best, highest quality? quality clinical grade ingredients and combine them into one and see if they work. So I created the product and um, I was using it on myself at home. The girls, we were using it 
we don't have hair loss issues, but I did get a lot of growth. So then I decided to send some samples to people and they were getting growth in like a short period of time. But the, the main, the main thing in that production, I think was finding the best quality and not being afraid to sacrifice, not getting a client because my product wasn't cheap. I kept saying, wow, I cannot sell this for 10 or $15 because I spent so much money on all the ingredients, not including the packaging. Um, so I just said, I'm just going to throw it out there and see what happens. And at first I kept doing sales. I kept doing sales in order to get sales. But what I realized was if I just continued to uh, share the results of those who were getting great results, I didn't have to do the sales. I may not gain the financial gains quickly, but they will be more secure because people realize it's a product that's actually doing what it says. And there's so many products just as a hairstylist. I know that they give you this advertisement. They lay out the top ingredients where it might be a milligram of it in there. And the products don't do what they say when you get it home. So even as a hairstylist, I have tons of products in the cabinet that I don't touch tons of products under my bathroom sink that I don't use. So I know that people were feeling the same way. So now they'll get something that is going to benefit them greatly if they have eczema, psoriasis, dandruff, dry, itchy scalp. And the biggest thing is the hair loss. Um, male pattern hair loss, alopecia, even scarring alopecia. It's been people who've said um, that the dermatologist and the doctor told me my hair wouldn't grow back. And then they come to me and they're like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe my hair is growing. And I'm like, what did the dermatologist say? What are you using? <laughs> you know, so uh, to me, that has been the greatest reward, greater than anything, to see these people who've been told their hair would never grow back starting to see results. And then I am working with a, a dermatologist and an internal medicine doctor, too, who's kind of supporting me and sending people my way because they just treat symptoms. And I try to get to the source of the issue and use other holistic methods to combat whatever somebody may be going through without interfering with medication and without interfering with um, their overall health. And whatever regimen a doctor has given them, I work along with the doctor versus against them. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Now, taking up to your own personal health and well-being, I know as a business owner, as you're, you're doing this, you're doing so much to help other people. How are you going about making sure that your cup is full? What are some of the self-care habits that you practiced over the last year to help you make it to where you are today? Prayer has definitely been an important part of my regimen because uh, stress is like shoveling smoke. You just can't do it, stressing and worrying about stuff. So knowing that uh, we have a creator and knowing that we're wonderfully made, knowing that he cares about us individually, praying to him and giving a lot of things to him, but also going to his word, looking for direction. And not just really from a business standpoint, but from the standpoint of being the person that I need to be to be pleasing to him, which benefits everybody I come in contact with. So really, you know, wanting to showcase love, being understanding, um, slow to anger, slow to speak, patient, a lot of stuff I'm still working on, but that has really been my go-to source for um, mental health. Physical health, on and off keto, <laughs> trying to drink more water, watching my diet. Sometimes I intermittent fast, but with my schedule being so closely tied to the schedules of my clients and the needs of my family, sometimes I find it difficult to carve out the time to do what I know I need to do, which is uh, meal prepping and workout. 
but I, I kind of maintain pretty good, you know, <laughs> pretty good. But I definitely can do better. Definitely can do better. And of course, self-care, taking long showers. I do take supplements. I take Relora nice. for stress. Um, I take my B12. I take zinc with this COVID going on. Collagen and uh, turmeric for inflammation due to standing a lot. You know, we can get swelling in our feet. Really drinking the water and just having a balanced diet. But I need to incorporate that exercise. And I'm going to get with y'all with that. Because y'all know what I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> we got you. We got you. Yeah. All right. Now, this next question is a little bit more geared toward entrepreneurship. I want to know the best piece of advice that you have gotten over these years as it pertains to maintaining a, a sustainable business. Proper planning prevents poor performance. So plan as much as you physically can. And you may not always follow that plan, but having something in place keeps you centered and focused as to know what you're doing and where you're trying to go. And Nick said it too, believing in yourself. You know, whatever we can conceive, we honestly can achieve it. It requires effort. And once you get in motion, some of the things you need, you don't have to look for them. It just seems like they come to you. They're presented to you. And I know that sounds far-fetched, but to be in business as long as I have, I may think of something. The next thing you know, I'm getting a phone call with somebody giving me the answer or the solution. So I think we need to get in motion. Don't spend so much time thinking about it. Put whatever you can into action and things will definitely fall into place. That's powerful. Like you are. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and I know I appreciate that. I think from from where I sit, sometimes it's hard to, to notice that, you know, like when you do something for so long, it's hard to, in, in my opinion, to remember some of those very basic and simple principles like what you just described. So I appreciate you sharing that because honestly, I use these conversations that we get to have to refresh my own procedures and systems and processes that I go through. So I appreciate that just to help bring my awareness back to the simplicity of, of what it is that we do. Believe in ourselves, plan and take action. And it's only a matter of time before we create that which we desire to create in our lives. So thank you. I did forget one thing. Gratitude. We have to be grateful mm. for whatever it is we have and wherever we are. Sometimes we're looking so far into the future as to what it is that we're trying to attain that we're not taking the time to be grateful for what we already have. And that gratitude and small actionable steps can take you further than you can imagine. I mean, even if it's just a half a step a day, we got 365 days in a year. So by the end of the year, you're going to be so much further than where you started. And um, then you, you kind of have more confidence in yourself and what you are doing, not in a conceited way, but in, yes, my efforts are giving me progress. So let me keep going. Very true. Yep. Gratitude. Mm. <laughs> That's actually how I start my day off. I mean, you probably find at least one thing that you're thankful for and just be like, cool. Normally I just say breathing cause I'm moving kind of fast, but I'm still <laughs> very thankful for that. Absolutely. And that's just how to get the day started. So no, I highly recommend it as well. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, those are those are all the questions that I have for you, Nick. Is there any final questions that you would like to ask today? I don't have any questions, but I do want to bring uh, everyone's awareness back to something that she said in the beginning, which when she talked about her journey and the opportunity when she was within the midst of COVID 
and how she chose to do something that was more progressive instead of sitting still. And just to bring that to people's attention in the aspect of when we face those difficult times that we have a choice, like we have an opportunity. And so what if what is is considered negative? We still have the choice to do something with our lives and with ourselves in the direction that we want to go instead of being a victim. So I just appreciate her for sharing that and just wanted to bring everybody's attention to it. For sure. Well, yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you once again for being on. I want to give you time to shout out or plug anything that you want our listeners to view of yours, anything that they that you want them to check out. Well, I want them to check you guys out. I know they're already following you, but they need to like and share so that you guys can grow, too, because you are amazing. And I'm so impressed with you all more than words can express. But we'll talk about that more offline. But as for me. I'm at exclusively yours salon on Instagram and uh, I do have my organic hair care product as well as some organic vegan beauty care products as well. And I'm not finished. More things are to come, but some stuff you got to keep a secret till you know, it's going to be what it's going to be. So that's another little thing. Don't share it all, you know, allude to what's coming. It's going to be awesome. But um, just make sure that it's, it's solid before you start sharing it. Then you get embarrassed because <laughs> it didn't come, come about. <laughs> but I did bring a box of the oil up. It's the there Flourish and Grow Organic Elixir. I have a product for men and for women. And then what's going to be released is these Melanin Marie lipsticks, which I created these with my daughter. Um, Mel and Marie, all of our names, our middle names are Marie, Mitzi Marie, Jolie Marie, uh, Jay Marie, and they're all vegan products. And then now we have like a lip liner to go with them. So as soon as we can take the mask off, we're going we're gonna to want to pop out. So we got some colors that's going to pop for those selfies and all that. And um, I don't know, more to come when it comes to the hair loss and education. And I think this podcast has really helped me to see the value of speaking. I actually feel comfortable probably because I'm on here with you all. But yeah, you all have encouraged me in more ways than you know. So I am very grateful for this opportunity. I'm very proud of you. And uh, yeah, I want to thank everybody for watching and tuning in. Definitely. Well, yeah, Nick, is there any closing words that you would like to leave everyone with? Yeah, the same as always. You're already whole and keep enjoying your amazing journey facts thank you all for tuning in we appreciate your time and attention today and we look forward to having you tune in next week for our next episode peace later thank you for tuning in to another episode of the balance period podcast if there was anything you heard from today's episode that added value to your life we ask you do a couple things one implement it into your routine continue to learn continue to grow and be the best emotionally intelligent example you can be The second is that you share it. You can find a shareable link to this show on any social media platform that you are on. Our handle is at balance period. And remember, be aware, be accountable and appreciate life. You can do that by taking a moment to pause and observe a deep breath. Peace.